Three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Harvest Now Conversations. Woo, 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 woo. Welcome back. And today I've got Pastor Chris, who is the pastor of our church. Say hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Harvest Now Church Conversations. Yes. <laughs> All right. So this month, uh, the theme is the local church. And part of being in the local church is evangelism so we're going to be talking about evangelism this episode so first question pastor chris what is evangelism what is evangelism evangelism is telling people about the lord jesus christ the good news the gospel mm. right it's it's a bringing people into the knowledge of jesus christ what he's done for us and the benefit of the work of jesus christ on the cross that's that to me is evangelism, mm. spreading the good news. And is so when people hear evangelism, I think the picture that they get is someone in the street with a microphone. So is that what evangelism is? Not really, not really. There's different um, di- different ways of evangelism. It's not just a street outreach or you with microphone. In fact, to me personally, the most effective evangelism is on a one-on-one basis where I tell people my personal experience of Jesus Christ. Mm. So it's not really you holding a microphone. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this is a big one. So is evangelism essential? So does every Christian need to be an evangelist or can they just go along their life just believing? Uh, well, it's very essential. It's very important because first it is a command from Jesus Christ, that we need to go and preach the gospel. Right? So it's, it's, a, it's an obedience to the command of God that we need to evangelize. Mm. We need to share the good news. We need to share what Jesus has done for our lives, it's not just for some in specific people or special people that has been saved, but for every born-again believer. We have been given that commission to share and preach the gospel. And it's very important because I believe that is also one way of us to grow in our walk with God. Because whenever we share Him, we we receive more revelation of Jesus Christ in our own lives. So, mm. so for the people that that aren't doing evangelism or anything related to that, is there something wrong with them? Is there something that they're lacking? Can you talk more about that? I think it's not something wrong with them. Um, it's, it's just that they're missing out. Mm. They're missing out that opportunity to be able to be used by God for His kingdom. Mm. Uh, that opportunity to be able to, be, to see and help people live the life that God really intended them, them to live. And also uh, you're missing out for that opportunity that God has given you to use your, the gifts that God has given you. Yeah. So... It's not about just like, yeah, it's something that you, we all need as a believer to exercise the, the faith that we say, we, I believe in God, I believe that can, He can heal, I believe He can save. And how can people know that? You know, in the book of Romans, it says, how can people believe if no one preaches? How can they, how can they hear if no one tells them? So mm. it's our responsibility to share what God has done for us. Mm. All right. So how do you evangelize? So you said personal evangelism has been the most effective for you. Even just from your experience, how do you evangelize personally to someone? Okay. All right. So personally, my, my own experience, I build relationships first. Mm. 
Mm. Whenever I encounter a person or meet a person or even like in the workplace, I would always start conversation. You know, mm. something that it's not straight away, hey, are you saved? You need Jesus? You know, not like that. I I learn how to be um to with, with conversation, to start a conversation is to ask them questions about their life, about mm. their family, and even like uh, watching and observing if they are part of my, like if there are people that I work with, I listen to what they say, and then I find out, ask questions, I find out what interests this person. Mm. If this person is interested in sports or if this person is interested in some specific like cookie and what that's where I bring that topic because I, I'll get their interest and then I'll start showing them that I'm interested with with you and then that's from that time I can I can build that relationship with them to the point where I can then ask uh, can we go out for lunch or get, go out for a cup of coffee mm. so I think building their trust first you know, building their trust yeah. first before you could really uh, show them or uh, tell them that you're Christian or you're you wanted to share with them the gospel. You need to win their trust first. Yeah. So that's how I evangelize, building relationship. There are different experiences I had where people we evangelize because someone asked us to, hey, can you come and pray for that person? Mm. Can you come and minister to that person? Different. But if there there are people like my workplace or family or relatives, you know, friends of my friend or friends of my family, then I listen first to what they say and from there, uh, gaining understanding of where they from, where 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 are they at? Then I can then insert uh, the answer mm. from the Word of God. Right. Um, so just going back to is evangelism for everyone? I know with you, when people view you, they see you as the pastor. They see you as someone who's well spoken in the Word. For someone that isn't as well spoken in the Word and isn't as outgoing and fluent for them they feel like they they're probably uh, you know evangelism isn't for me so is what about for people that are recluse or shy how do they evangelize or if, is evangelism even for them well like i said to evangelize is for everyone but there are different ways to evangelize. So I think even if you're uh, a reclusive person or a very private person, somehow still there are people in your life that does not know God yet, right? Mm. And and what we have been talking about uh, with the two meetings already, and this is why it's necessary to to be connected to a local church because. That's how. That's the purpose of God for us is to have fellowship. Mm. So once you start fellowshipping with other people, that's how you start also building relationship with people, knowing people, and from there you can also break that 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 um, reclusive uh, lifestyle or being just very private person. That change that will change will because change. you are going to, um, you know, the first thing that God changes in us is our heart. So when our heart is changed towards to towards people and how we relate with people, maybe we're not we're not thinking bad about other people. It's just that I'm this. I was born shy, but mm. that can change because our like my own experience. I was a very shy 
person. Mm-hmm. But if you if if you look at me now, you will not think you're a shy person. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But that's something that I could testify or uh, yeah, it's a testimony I can give. God changed me from being a shy person, from being an introvert mm-hmm. to an to a person that can share the gospel. Yeah. Not that I learned it from like you know learn it from school. It's just that I believe that's one of the things the Holy Spirit changed in me because the Holy Spirit is a bold. Mm. There's boldness, right? So boldness came to me as well. So when you're in fellowship with believers, mm. then that sense of I just wanna be that personality of I just wanna be with just myself. I mm. don't wanna be around people. That will start to change yeah. because you now start to see that no, I cannot be like this forever. If mm. God change me, then my relationships will also change. Yeah. The way I I look at people will also change. My Dealing with people will also change because that's one of the ways God changes us. How we look at people, how do we see people, valuing people. Mm. Yeah. So if for those people that are still thinking that they are sh- there or they they you know believe that this is me, this is my personality, that can change mm. because when you uh, that's Second Corinthians five seventeen. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. Mm. Yeah. You're shy before now. You you're. Yeah, there are things that you can overcome. But I th- one of the reasons why people still think they cannot evangelize is that. Like, they keep on thinking, I can't, I, I cannot do it. I, mm. I cannot talk like them. I cannot evangelize like them. Yeah. That is something that that person or whoever that is has to overcome. Yeah. Yeah, I know for me, like, you've known me my whole life. Mm. And you knew me before any of this stuff. So, like, I know before I found it very hard to even speak to anyone new. Mm. Even close friends, I found it very hard to speak to them. Mm. And then now I'm singing in front of them. Yeah. You know, now I'm speaking in front of a camera, um, speaking to many people, many people and every day and over the phone. Mm-mm. And uh, I think that has been in me since uh, before the foundation, foundation of the world. So what I learned from that is God knows who he made me to be. And life has formed me into something that he didn't really make me to be. But he makes me go through circumstances that will draw all the stuff that he's put in me out. Yeah. And so a one example of that is he got me to do uh, door-to-door sales. And that was mm. something completely not in my uh, plan. <laughs> yeah. 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 And in that season, that's where I learned how to speak. Because prior to that, I didn't know how to really formulate a sentence or persuade people Mm -hmm. or sound fluent, sound smart and communicate well at all. I was very just so full of anxiety. All my English was broken. But because of that and because God knew what he's put in me, he allowed me to go through that challenging situation that pulled that stuff out. It, It demanded that I rise to the occasion. Yeah. And I think that's what God will do to everyone listening that feels like they're not up to it. He will put you in situations that will make you surprise even Mm-mm. yourself. Mm-mm. Yeah. So do you yeah. have examples of evangelism and like any examples like that where you were challenged and God has shaped who you uh, Yeah. A lot, (laughs) a lot. When I first experienced going out with a team of young people in crusades Mm. and we were asked to invite, this is not 
is evangelizing just to invite people mm. that we do not know. Yep. And we go to a place where we do not know anyone, but we were, because we're part, I'm part of the youth group. So we were told, uh, give this invitation or tracks to this neighborhood or this street. And most of the time, I will just, you know, hide or mm. <laughs> pretend that I didn't see anyone. You know, like I let someone yeah. else to to go to them first. And just, I'm just part of the team, but I'm not really doing anything because I was too scared to talk to people. And I think it's not just fear of talking to people, but also fear of being rejected. Mm. Fear of not, you know, like yep. people not acknowledging you that you're there. Sometimes you yep. talk and they don't even you know, they don't even look at you or I don't want to, and I don't want that. I don't want to be rejected. Mm. That, who doesn't, who, who wants to anyway, but I don't want that. I don't want that feeling. So I was too f fearful. But then again, like, um, I have to overcome that. Mm. I have to say to myself, no, I can't do anything if I keep on holding on to this mm. fear or this fear of being rejected. I, and then that's when I started watching other people, you know, our evangelists, our pastors. And how do they do that? How mm. do they start conversation? How? What's the first thing they do? Or what's the first word or sentences they you know, how mm. do they open up to people? How can they make people open up with them? So I observed this. I observed. Yeah. And then I started reading books about people that God used mm. mightily in um, yeah, in um, ministry or evangelism, crusades, evangelists like that. So that's when I learned. Mm. Plus, of course, the prayer. Believing yeah. that God, the Holy Spirit is with me. Yeah. So I overcame all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well. What about the people that feel that they don't know enough? To share. We all start not knowing anything, right? Mm. But if you belong to a church that gives training or provides you resources where you can learn, mm. that would be good, right? Mm. So it's it's responsibility of every leader mm. to provide that to people who wanted, they have a heart, but somehow and that's one reason why people doesn't evangelize, is because mm. they aren't they don't have knowledge, they don't know. They don't know how to start. Like mm. I said, they don't know where, um, how to speak. Mm. And, and to overcome fear, you have to have knowledge. Yeah. So if those people are wanting to, they can approach or ask their leaders to, mm. hey, I, I really want to be involved in evangelism or I want to in evangelize, not even yeah. being involved in a team. I want yeah. to evangelize, but I don't know how to. Yeah. So you have to open up or approach the leaders, which I believe they will be more than willing to help you to to you know to equip you and to teach you on how to evangelize mm. and i did that with a small group of people before where they i take them along with me when mm. i evangelize like yep. first one-on-one uh, -on -one evangelism i take them with me not in a big group but two or three people and and from there they they before we start i tell them just listen and and you know mm. uh, write whatever you need to write just to remind yourself of what I say, uh, observe what I do, observe, uh, listen to what I say. Then eventually, mm. they were able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, one of the biggest tools you have to evangelize is your testimony. So mm. you don't even need to know anything in the Bible as long as you have That's a, right. an encounter yeah. with God. Yeah. And so your message becomes simply, "I was this way before, and then I met God." And That's true. This is how I am now. Yeah. And just from that, people are curious. So I remember the first time I experienced God, it was so 
unlike anything I've ever experienced, and it was a night and day switch for me. And it was it was a natural reaction to just tell everybody Mm-mm. that this is what happened to me. Yes. And I started calling all of my friends. I dialed like everybody, <laughs> all of my friends. I'm like, this is what happened to me. You need to get on this. Yeah. You know, I feel so free. You know, mm-hmm. there's like nothing holding me back. And then they're like, how do I get yeah. what you've got? And then I'm like, oh, then it's easy. And we prayed over the phone. And I did that with a lot of a lot of people, a lot of my friends, just called them and told them what happened. Mm-mm. And that's, uh, that's a big part of evangelism, yeah. just recounting what happened to you. Yes. Like, why do you believe? I think if you, if you just tell people why you believe, that's a good enough uh, reason. Your for personal a lot of people. testimony. Yeah. What happened to you after? What happened to you when you received Jesus Christ? You don't. Yeah. You do not need to be well versed. Yeah. In the Bible, because we have a lot of example in the Bible mm. where people, because of just, be, just because of their testimony, other people yeah. came to Jesus. One example is the woman at the at the well. Mm. Right. He. She doesn't know a word. Like she doesn't know any. Maybe she knows the tradition, she mm. knows the law, but she doesn't know any verse, you know. But because of her testimony, she told the village that yeah. look what this man has done to me, everything he said, blah, blah, blah. And then the villagers came to see Jesus. Mm. So you don't need to know uh, like the Bible from Genesis to Revelation to be yeah. able to share. Yeah. Uh, the most uh, powerful evangelism tool that you can use is your own personal life testimony. Yeah. Yeah. So if you really had a change, um, a change of a life, a, cha- a transformation, an encounter with Jesus, that's more than enough. Yeah. To share. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the big things that made me afraid to evangelize, or even uh, so, before we used to do outreaches which mm. were like crusades out in public, mm. which was that out in the in public with a microphone. And what used to make me afraid was actually just the first few experiences of outreach. I've had some people come up to me and challenge me Mm-mm. on my belief. So they had no uh, intention of listening. They just wanted to just challenge. Wanted a challenge. And I had no answers to their questions. And then that was like, that discouraged me from being bold. Mm-mm. So what... Have you so one? Have you ever felt that, and what did you do to overcome mm. that fear? Okay, yeah, there will always there will always be people that will not agree with you and try to argue, or their intention was just to say, like, to make you feel that you're incapable, mm. you're not right, I'm right, you're wrong, mm. what you believe is wrong, stuff like that. So we all have been, I've, I've been like a lot of that where yeah. people just wanna. Um, right in your face to yeah. say you're not right how can you prove this and blah 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 so all this question what I, I still stand on what I believe mm. and uh, because what I what happened to me is real mm. you know what I mean like um, ne- no they can say oh, it's not true I never believe you that's fine if you I don't I I don't need you to believe me to say that what happened to me is not real mm. because it happened to me Right. Yeah. So and and I made sure that I am uh, grounded in my relationship, like in my knowledge of God. Otherwise, uh, you can yeah you after that you'll 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 doubt yourself because there are people there that will bring up something that after that after hearing them you'll think uh, maybe they're right. 
you know. Mm-hmm. So that's when, uh, and there are moments like that, there are times like that. So what I do in that situation is to pray against that spirit of fear on, and, and confusion. Mm-hmm. And then if there's any question that I cannot answer, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I'll tell them, I'm sorry, I cannot answer your question. But one thing I know, like what that man in the Bible says, one thing I know, I was blind, but now I see. Mm-hmm. I was lost, but now I'm found. Mm. You know, you cannot you cannot answer every question. Yeah. Yeah. So and 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 not and some people they're not there to to really hear the truth. Mm. They just there to prove you wrong. Yeah. But uh, once you you know that you I have experienced Jesus, maybe you haven't. Mm. But it's and it would be hard for you to believe. But me, I'm I'm hundred percent convinced. Yeah. what who Jesus is I'm 100% convinced that Jesus is real he's alive because he changed me mm. and he transformed me and he, the change that he did to me is not some change that other because people can come to you and say I was changed too mm. you know I, I, I was changed too I quit smoking I quit this I didn't quit that it's not about quitting something or changing something you know, it's not about that. Mm. It's about inside change. It's a, an, an inside transformation that you know God is the only one that can do that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, another tool that I wanted to talk about with you was uh, miracles. Mm. So, are miracles for today? Yes, yes, definitely. So, how does a believer, how do they move in that? So, miracles are is what you've said, the dinner bell for unbelievers. Unbelievers. So how do they move in that? Just believe you can do it. Mm. You know, believe what Jesus said, that greater things you will do than this. Right? So it starts with believe. Yeah. If you read that, that before that, that verse, Jesus said believe. Mm. So it's, it's, it's like putting yourself into, into like you, that man that says he's, Abraham was fully persuaded mm. that whatever God promised, he's able to do. Yeah. Right. So God promised us that signs and wonders will follow those who believe. He uh, commissioned us to go and preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast the devil, mm. raise the dead. If he, if those, uh, if that command is not for us today, so those results is not for us today as well. Mm. But th- that command is for us today. So that means if you do this, go into all the world, then you will preach the gospel. You will heal the sick. Mm. You will cast out devils. You will raise the dead. That's for us today. Yeah. So it's just a matter of believing it that I can do it. Not not you, but God through you. Mm. Right? It's not your power. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why it's very important to really have this constant fellowship mm. with the Holy Spirit. Because when you evangelize or uh, when you minister to people, it's not you only. Mm. It's it's the Holy Spirit through you. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one who will do those miracles. Yeah. He's the one who will heal the sick. He's the one who will set people free. He's the one who, you know, um, cast the, he was the one who will um, raise the dead. Mm. You, you use your mouth for, for speaking um, uh, to, for that person to be raised from the dead or you use your mouth to cast out the devil, mm. but it's the power of God who will raise him, yeah. them up. Yeah, so probably a big fear that a lot of people have is what if I pray for someone, nothing happens? So have you had that uh, feeling and what did you do to <laughs> to yeah. do it anyway? Well, my early experiences with that is really, um, yeah, I prayed the first one, first time I was asked to pray for a dying person. Is mm. This is in Bangsan Hospital. Mm. The following day he died. Mm. Right? And um, 
the the condemnation, mm. the 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 shame that uh, how can you pray again? And it's not just the devil; it's people that I was mm. with church. At church, they would they made it as a joke mm. that um, whenever someone is sick, they would say, "Ah, oh, call Chris." You know, like he she pray and then they would die. <laughs> you mm. know, things like it. It was it became a joke, but um, I again I have to overcome that. Mm. I, sometimes you have to confront your fears. Mm. So do something. Who said that this morning? Is that you said that that um, do something that you haven't done before, mm. so that you can experience the miraculous. Mm-hmm. So that didn't stop me. It's actually challenged me mm. that I wanna Lord. It's you said here. We will raise the dead. You said mm. here we will heal the we will lay our hands on the to the sick on the sick and they shall recover. Why is this not happening? So mm. God says it's not because of me, it's because of you. Yeah. You just need to believe that you can do it. So the first one died. And mm. but uh, and the devil wants me to blame myself that I didn't do it well or you know, and then as I go along with the study of, of course, I didn't stop from there. I studied, I watched and listened to people that God used in miracles, healings and stuff like that. I learned that it's not me who, who is the healer. Mm. You know, the result, I, I do what God asked me to do and then I leave the result to God. Yeah. And if that person didn't get healed, which I believe there is always, there's, there are constant healing. Yeah. There is a healing, uh, which is a process. Yeah. So, and I've seen in you. You know, we we prayed for people that get healed. It's not instant, mm. but in the process they get healed. Mm. So it's nothing that um like it's not me who who brings those those results. It's God. Mm. My role is to just pray for them and to minister to them the word of God and believe yeah. that whatever word I spoke, whatever word I released over that person or over that situation, it's going to change that that yeah. situation. It's going to heal that person. Yeah, something that I've said to people uh, when it doesn't happen right there and then is uh, I'm growing in faith. And Mm. other than that, like what I think about is if Jesus were to be in this room physically and pray for you, you would be healed. Mm. And so it's not on God. It's not God's fault. It's always me. Yeah. So, yeah, like um, I've had the fear that if nothing happens, I'm misrepresenting God. So I don't even want to try. But something Todd White said that I've heard is you're misrepresenting God by not even going. By not even going. By not even moving and walking in love. Yeah. And letting them go on, you know. Yeah. Um, you are walking in love by actually putting yourself out there. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cheyenne's behind the camera. She shared today, uh, faith is risk. Mm-mm. So That's right. You got to put yourself on the line. Yeah. You know, we've take and, the risk. Yeah, and there there have been times where I've seen instant healing, and that's like, ah, oh, that's the it's one of the biggest joys. Mm. There was a person in outreach that I prayed for. Uh, she had two knee replacements. She was limping mm. uh, very badly, and then I said, uh, "What's what's wrong with you?" <laughs> and then she's like, "I've got two knee replacements." I'm like, "God is going to heal you today," and then I pray, and then she's like, uh, and then I ask. So how is it feeling? She's like, oh, it's very, still very painful. Mm-mm. And then I prayed once more and then she tested it again. She's like, the pain's going. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, but mm. there's still some pain. And she's like, only a little bit. And then I pray again and she's like, the pain's gone. And then she, uh, she's praising God and then she walks away mm. um, without a limp. Mm-mm. And that was, uh, 
that was amazing. And then the joy I felt just from that, from putting myself on the line and trusting God uh, was amazing. And that uh, alone, that one um, instance just convinces me that it's there, that uh, healing is for today. Amen. And I've also experienced instant healing. Um, there was one meeting where uh, this man named Gwen Williams, he was preaching and he about healing and miracles. And uh, I came in with just a really sore back and it's been bothering me for the whole week. And then uh, he said, you know, just allow God to heal you. And then I just allowed God to heal me and I felt this heat, a tangible heat in my back. And then I felt all the cracks happened and I heard all the cracks in my back and then the pain was instantly gone. That's instant healing. Instant, instant. And I felt a heat and that was... So it's, yeah, healing is for today. And um, just like you said, you you want to meet people uh, where you want to meet people's needs where they're at uh, when you're evangelizing. And sometimes it's healing Mm-mm. that they need. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So with, yeah, I think we've already covered why people don't share. So is there another reason why people don't share that we haven't covered yet? Fear and lack of knowledge. And I think just... Lack of conviction mm. that they need really needed to, like the lack of conviction of what Jesus said mm. that you know there are people perishing everywhere like all the time like they if if we don't if we don't let them know about the hope and the life that God can provide them then there are people in every second that can go to hell mm. so if we don't have conviction then we can just you know go along with our life not caring. If, whether they go to hell or whether they go to heaven, whether mm. they're saved or not. Mm. So I think it's the conviction and the compassion that Jesus has. Mm. Uh, we should pray for that. We should ask Jesus to give that, that that type of compassion he has for people. He didn't look at people, even those people that mock him, people that they, they don't really 100% believe on him, but still mm. he reached out to them. He, mm. he extended, like he showed compassion to them. And that's, com- that's compassion that, that brought these people that miracle. Mm. So I think that's, that's one of why, why people, you know, it's like focus only on their needs, mm. not on the needs of other people. Some mindset is like, I have my own need. Why mm. should I yeah, yeah. care for your need? Yeah. And, and I, that's so, not... That's not a Christian character. Yeah. So when people are in that uh, space of, I'm not even, I don't even feel like I'm good. So how can I minister to you? How can I give the good news to you? That's when you have to go back to the word Mm. because how, why do you think you're not even good? Mm. You know, what's your, what's your measure there? Like what's your measurement of being good? Mm. Yeah. So if you see, if you say I'm not being good, on what basis? Like, mm. if you believe that Jesus Christ paid for your sins and He watched you and He justified you, He made you right before God, then why you seeing yourself is still not good? Mm. You know what I mean? You need to know who you are in Christ, what Jesus has done for you. He saved you. He's, he's cleansed you from all your unrighteousness. He made you righteous. Then you are good. Mm. You're in the right standing before God. Then yeah. you can pray. You can believe. And he said, when you pray with, uh, uh, with you know, you forgive people, then you are right before God. And the Bible says that he can hear, he hear the prayer of a righteous man. Yeah. 
So, yeah, when you say you're not good, then you're starting to look at yourself, what you have done. Yeah. You know, longer looking at what Jesus has done. Mm. Because to be honest, no one is good. Mm. The Bible is very clear about that, right? That all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But we have been given, we have been sent by, we, Jesus Christ was sent to us. Mm. So that whoever believes on him shall not perish. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to ask you to summarize the gospel. And I think you just did that there. Mm. But yeah, I think it's because uh, people don't really understand the good news. So just before we end, can you summarize it again? The good news. Summarize. <laughs> what is the gospel? And um, yeah, and how does it apply to us now? The gospel is, the gospel, the word gospel means good news. Mm. Good news of, about what? Good news that Jesus came mm. to seek and save the lost. Mm. Good news that Jesus has provided for us salvation because we have been separated from God. Sin mm. has separated us from God. We lost that fellowship with God. We cannot be connected with God uh, with, in, with our own work. Mm. Right? So, and, but because Jesus came to be the connection or the bridge mm. between God and man, and through his death on the cross, we, he made that provision for us. Mm. He made that way for us. He connected us back. Mm. into fellowship yeah. with God the Father. So that's good news. And and once we get connected with God through repentance and belief, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is your Lord, then you are saved. Then the salvation is yours. And salvation is not just you not going to hell, but salvation, that's a package deal. Mm. Everything is in there. Your healing, your provision for everyday needs, your uh, peace of mind, you know, uh, walking in divine health, all that. That's good news. Yeah. It's a full package of what we really are, what men are really looking for. Mm. So if we don't evangelize, then we are, what's that word? If we are, we are not evangelizing, we are, uh, like depriving people. we are depriving people of their of the opportunity for them to experience healing for them the opportunity for them to experience deliverance to be set free from oppression we are depriving them mm. we have experienced it but we are depriving them mm. so good news is sharing what Jesus has done for us how Jesus turned our life around mm. right so connecting us back into fellowship with God and being uh, and experiencing the provision that Jesus has done for us on the cross to me that's good news yeah. Amen. All right. I think that's enough for this episode. Pastor Chris, can you pray for everybody? Yep. Sure. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Before I pray, if there's anyone that just listened to this conversation or this topic and the Lord speaking to you and you're not yet in that relationship with Jesus Christ, I give you this opportunity to open up your heart to Jesus because it's not an accident you're listening to this. God has a purpose for your life. He has a destiny that has been set up for you before you were even born. And God wants you to know He loves you. So this is your opportunity to open your heart and just a simple prayer that, Lord Jesus, I, I, I am a sinner. I, re I believe that I have sinned and I've come against your will. But today, I want to I wanna experience you just the way I heard. I want to experience that good news. I want to receive that good news. So just pray that prayer and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But if you're the one that has been a, say, a, a saved person, you've been a believer and you belong to a church or maybe you don't belong to a church yet and you, you uh, heard about that it is 
a command or God wants us to share the gospel and somehow there's reason like fear or lack of knowledge or you know you don't know what, how, what to say or how to start evangelizing just believe you receive the Holy Spirit then Holy Spirit will give you the right word when you take a step out there in faith you have to take that risk like what we have discussed right and believe that God has empowered you God has given you the power to evangelize God has given you the power to, to just share what God has done for you and so maybe evangelism will put that into a simple term is winning souls winning people to Jesus Christ and it's easy to win people to Jesus just share what God has done for your life okay so I'll just pray father we thank you we just acknowledge Lord God, that everything that we have right now, everything that we enjoy, it's from you. And we thank you, Lord, for all the listeners of this podcast. We thank you, Father, Lord, that it's not an accident that they are listening right now. And we pray, Father, whatever the desires of their heart is, that you would, Lord, listen and, and, and that you would give the desires of their heart, especially, Lord, if it's about them uh, making themselves available in winning souls which is that is your that is your reason why you came here on earth oh god is to save and to seek those that are lost and i pray father that you would lord god give them lord god the ability and empower them with your holy spirit that boldness to come upon them in jesus name that they can share that they can lord god that can uh, witness to people and just tell people what you that you have done in their lives in jesus name i pray lord for every lord I, I cast out every spirit of fear every spirit of intimidation lord um spirit of lord that not being able to sh- to um lord that that fear of um what if they get rejected lord god i just cast those out in the name of jesus and i speak lord boldness upon your people right now in jesus name thank you lord for the willingness to share Thank you, Lord, for the willingness to lead someone to you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for making people out, um, those that are listening right now, Lord, to be deep, to become soul winners for Jesus Christ in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. All right. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. <clears throat> if you enjoyed it, please rate us a five out of five. And yeah, I think you can leave comments now on spotify so leave us a comment and i'll publish it and yeah it'll be cool all right see you guys next month thank you for tuning in to harvest now conversations we hope you got something out of it and want to stay connected you can follow us on youtube facebook instagram and tiktok at harvest now church to make sure you don't miss out on any future content you can also message us at contact at harvestnowchurch.com to suggest a topic to talk about or to ask us a question until next time stay blessed and see you in the next podcast Thank you.